Well, welcome back to another edition of Pierre's Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Pierre Mayo, and as always, it is great to be with you guys. Hey, listen, we are going to continue with part two of the suffering of the saints, and we were looking at why we suffer as believers. We are going to continue that today, but before we do, I need to remind you, this is listener-supported radio by listeners just like you. And so if you can find it in your heart through the praying and the leading of the Holy Spirit, I would ask you to ask God what it is that you can give. We definitely need your support monetarily, but we also need your prayers as we are trying to reach a generation of young adults and young people who have no real understanding or even real relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So what we do matters, amen? So again, prayerfully consider what you can give. For more information, you can visit pierrespodcast.com, pierrespodcast.com. That's P-I-E-R-R-E-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. And there you can find out more information about contributing and giving and helping us support those who are in need of knowing our Lord and Savior. All right. So without further ado, let's jump into today's message. Hebrews 5, 7, and 8 says, While Jesus was here on earth, he offered prayers and pleadings with a loud cry and tears to the one who could rescue him from death. And God heard his prayers because of his deep reverence for God. Even though Jesus was God's son, he learned obedience from the things he suffered. He learned obedience from the things he suffered. I want to open up with our first thought. Our first thought is situations allowed by God are introduced into our lives, sometimes through suffering. And those are the very things that catapult us to that next level in our walk with him those are the things that take us to that next place and what he's called us to become in him some of the greatest people in our world today have been faced with challenges that they never thought they'd be able to overcome and sometimes those are the very things that we need that will help us get to where god is trying to take us you see if you are an immature believer meaning you think that everything is supposed to be peaches and cream, then you'll never grow into what God has called you to be fully in Him. Let me say that again. You will never grow into what God has called you to be fully in Him. See, we are reminded of the story of Job. Job loses everything because God allows Satan to take it all. All but his life. Job begins to criticize God and God calls Job out on it. 
Look at what God says to Job in the first few verses. This is Job 40, 3 through 14. Then Job replied to the Lord, I am nothing. How could I ever find the answers? I will cover my mouth with my hands. I have said too much already. I have nothing more to say. And look at what God's response is to Job. Then the Lord answered Job from the whirlwind. Brace yourself like a man, because I have some questions for you, and you must answer them. Will you discredit my justice and condemn me just to prove you are right? Are you as strong as God? Can you thunder with a voice like his? All right, put on your glory and splendor, your honor and majesty. Give vent to your anger. Let it overflow against the proud. Humiliate the proud with a glance. Walk on the wicked where they stand. Bury them in the dust. Imprison them in the world of the dead. Then even I will praise you. For your own strength would save you. Did you catch that? Sometimes we want to condemn God because of the suffering that we go through and the persecution that we're facing. But we got to understand that in the end, God is ultimately in control of everything. And so instead of criticizing God for not delivering us from our situations, we should take a step back and first of all, prayerfully ask the Lord, why are we being allowed to go through this situation? It kind of goes back to what we talked about last week. A lot of situations are brought on by ourselves. Now, there are some that we don't bring on by ourselves. They're just introduced into our lives through the circumstances of a sin-sick world that we live in. I like what Mother Teresa says about this. She says, pain and suffering have come into your life. But remember, pain, sorrow, suffering are but the kiss of Jesus, a sign that you have come so close to him that he can kiss you. Isn't that powerful? So when you're going through these trials and tribulations and these sufferings and these tests and these, these uh, persecutions that you're facing, remember, you are not going through them alone. Your heavenly father that carries you is going through them with you. This is when you have to seek his face more than ever. This is when you have to lean into him and ask him to help you, to give you the strength to persevere and press through the situation that you're faced with, that you're dealing with. And you have to believe that he will hear your prayer and answer your cry. Listen, he may not always answer it in the way you'd like for him to answer it. And again, all that's tied back into growth and maturity in him and understanding that he is the creator, the sovereign creator of everything. But ultimately as his child, he loves you and cares for you enough that he will carry you through the circumstances and the situations that you're facing. Romans 8, 16 through 18 says, for his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. 
In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But if we are to share his glory, listen carefully, listen carefully, because everybody wants to share in God's glory now. We must also share his suffering. Did you catch that? You can't just have the glory without the suffering. You know, it's a lot like working out or preparing for the big game. You don't just get to go out and play the big game without the fight to win. No, you're going to go through the suffering in the game, but also before the game. Because if you don't prepare for the game correctly, then guess what? You won't have enough fight in you to be able to win the big game. Champions never give up. They stand to the fight until there's no fight left in them to stay into. Did you catch that? Good. Because you need to hold on to that and you need to live in that world as a follower of Christ Jesus. 18 says this, listen carefully. Yet, what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. Again, I'm going to use the big game scenario. When you win the final game, all the hard work that you put into it is revealed to you through the pain, sweat, and tears that you used to accomplish what you accomplished when you hold that trophy up, when you hold that medal up, when your, your comrades around you are celebrating with you because you all have proved that you were true champions and you went into the game with an attitude that says, I will never quit. I will never throw in the towel until I have won, until I have conquered the enemy that stands before me. Powerful thought, isn't it? But when we read that verse, that's exactly what it's saying to us. That's exactly what it's referring to us. We have to stay in the fight until the very end. Don't give up on the race. For two years, scientists quested themselves in an artificial environment called Biosphere 2. Inside their self-sustaining community, the Biospherians created a number of mini environments, including a desert, a rainforest, an ocean, nearly every weather condition could be simulated except one, wind. Over time, the effects of their windless environment became apparent. A number of acacian trees bent over and snapped. See, without the stress of the wind to strengthen the wood, the trunks grew weak and could not hold up their own weight. Though our culture shuns hardship, we would do well to remember that God uses hardship for our good, that we may share in his holiness. Which brings us to our second thought, our second point. Situations brought on by spiritual forces. Ephesians 6 and 12 says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world 
against mighty powers in the dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Second Corinthians 10 and 4 says, we use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. First John 4 1 says, Dear friends, do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the Spirit. You must test them to see if the Spirit they have comes from God. For there are many false prophets in this world. A lot to think about, a lot to chew on, isn't it? But here's what it's saying in all three of those passages. Ultimately, Everything that you're fighting against isn't always of this world. Yes, we do fight against a lot of demonic forces, but it's not a fight that we can fight on our own. It's a fight that we have to turn over to God and we have to allow God to do the fighting for us. See, we operate in the natural realm but there's always a fight going on in the spiritual realm. I love what Daniel 10, 12 through 13 says. Listen to this really carefully. Then he said, don't be afraid, Daniel. This is an angel speaking to Daniel. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. I have come in answer to your prayer. But for 21 days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me. And I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. <laughs> my friends, God hears your prayer request. Don't throw in the towel. Don't give up. Don't lose hope. Just know some things are completely out of our control. All we can do is to continue to pray and have the faith and stand on the fact that as children of God, He will answer our prayers. He will help us through our tests and our trials. Well, listen, I'm out of time. As always, thank you for joining us. Like and subscribe on our Facebook page, Pierre's Podcast. You can also check us out on YouTube, Pastor Pierre Mail. And as always, check out our website, PiersPodcast.com. And you have been listening to Pierre's Podcast. Bye-bye. Until next week, we'll see you then. God bless, guys. Peace.